When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. On today's wrestling news, we've got two huge debuts in AEW. Tony Khan has explained his forbidden door botch. Massive update on Drew McIntyre's plans for WrestleMania. And the plans for Kurt Angle's WWE return have been revealed. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Phil Chambers. And this is the news. First up. So yeah, we're sort of merging these two stories together, aren't we? Because they sort of combine with each other. Yeah, so the first up and the biggest news coming out of Dynamite last night. Obviously, the huge debut in that match against Isaiah Cassidy, the mystery opponent. It was, of course... Keith Lee, it was what everyone thought it was going to be, yeah. but that doesn't mean it wasn't absolutely great, because Keith Lee is absolutely great, and he's finally in a place where they're just going to let him be Keith Lee. He came out, he's got new music, the crowd went absolutely wild for him, he chucked Isaiah Cassidy Perfect. all over the goddamn place, he beat him, obviously, and then uh, both the private party tried to attack him afterwards, and he powerbombed <laughs> Mark, Mark, uh, Mark Quinn onto Isaiah Cassidy, and it was great, he's limitless, it's Keith Lee, and he's finally in AEW, in a place where, yeah, they're just going to let him be him, and it's going to be really good. It's really easy to book Keith Lee, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, really easy to book him against Keith Lee. So, yeah, he's qualified for the face of the Revolution ladder match, hasn't he? Good luck to everyone else who's going to be in that. (laughs) Can't wait for him to moonsault up the top of a ladder. Uh, Yeah, you say everyone knew it was going to be him, and we did do a couple of news stories this week, talking about it being either Karrion Cross or Jeff Hardy. But, hey, today's a new day, so there we go. Um, uh, Fantastic to see him. Like I say, just, just... do the things that we know Keith Lee can do great. Yeah. He just hurls people across the ring so, so far and so high and it's absolutely amazing and he's just huge and charismatic and athletic and I don't know how you can go wrong with this man. Yeah. Honestly, WWE fired him. Just just keep that in your mind. Fired that man. They went, that guy's a bear cat. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway, yeah, congratulations to him uh, and commiserations if you're one of the, I don't know, five people who saw one photo of him and me and went, well, it's not him there on honeymoon, guys. So uh, let me figure this one out. But he wasn't the only debut he on wasn't. AW Dynamite last night because we also saw Jay White pop up and make an appearance. Uh, he helped the Young Bucks and Adam Cole beat the crap out of Rapongi Vice, basically. Um, the Young Bucks... Not too pleased to see Jay White. Uh, if you're aware of the issues with Bullet Club and Chaos and Jay White and stuff, you'll understand that a bit more than than they explained. I'd appreciate that a little bit more for the casual fans. But still, uh, an enjoyable spot. Adam Cole, very happy to see Jay White. The only one, it seems. Yep. Oh, well, apart from the audience, great to see him in there. He's a phenomenal wrestler. He's also referenced uh, later on in the show. And to sort of explain that, 
That's where my story comes in, Phil Chambers, regarding the Forbidden Door botch. You see, Tony Khan, all week... Can't help himself, can he? ...had been saying... excited. Guys, make sure you watch Dynamite this week. Someone's going through the Forbidden Door. And a Forbidden Door, for those uninitiated, is when someone who's working for a different company comes into this company, AW, for example. Yeah. The problem was... The person he was talking about was Keith Lee, who isn't associated with anyone because he was released by WWE because they don't realise what talent they've got sometimes. So, Jay White was a bit of a last-minute addition. A great last-minute addition, but an addition nonetheless. Um, Subsequent to uh, what happened on last night's Dynamite, Tony Khan tweeted, I didn't secure Jay White until Sunday. I realised after the fact that Friday night I had butchered my own definition of Forbidden Door in hyping tonight. I heard the fans' feedback and wanted to ensure that tonight was a special AEW Dynamite for all. Thank you, everyone who watched. I just think it's nice, Phil, that sometimes Tony Khan can recognise he's made a mistake on social media and apologise for it. Yeah, it's funny how that can happen. Yeah. On occasion. All the time, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you make of uh, Jay White popping up in AW? It's really fun to see Jay White in AW. Like, if this is if this is a way of Tony Khan getting out of this forbidden door thing that he said, it's like, oh God, we've got to find someone, and then we end up with some Jay White matches out of it. Yeah. I think that's an alright little bunch. What, yeah. What a mistake. Now we have to watch Jay White in AW. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, but yeah, he was hyping, he needs to learn how to hype things up on social Can't media. Can we just stop using the words forbidden door? He was, he was talking about them opening the forbidden door, coming onto Dynamite, <laughs> signing a contract, and then slamming the door in their previous employer's face. Yeah. Is that pretty much how he put it? What you meant was, we've signed someone who used to work for the other company and probably won't be going back there anytime soon. (laughs) That's, I mean, you can't really tweet that, but still, yeah, I think the phrase forbidden door should be left in 2021. Probably, yeah. Although, yeah, it was coined specifically for people from New Japan going to the <laughs> yep. basically, wasn't it? And then now it's somehow become this catch-all of anyone changing promotions at any point. But someone being fired from one company, being a free agent, and then being signed is definitely not it. <laughs> That's the one thing is not is that. <laughs> That's just signing someone. <laughs> yeah. That's just a free agent signing. That's yeah. the, the phrase we use for that. Yeah. But yes, I get it. I, I enjoy, We all enjoyed the teasers throughout the week and, and what it could be. Uh, but fantastic to see Keith Lee, who I assume is officially All Elite or will be soon enough. There'll be the tweet with the image that we can all anticipate. Uh, and Jay White, who, yeah, if he pops up and stirs some stuff yep. with you've already got issues potentially between Cole and the Young Bucks and, and Red Dragon and what have you. That's a lot of good Very stuff interesting. We can do in there. And now Adam Cole, uh, spoilers everyone, although I don't know why you're watching the news if you haven't watched Dynamite. Um, spoilers, Adam Cole looks like he is definitely the number one contender for Hangman Pages, uh, AW Championship Hangman Page, defending it in a bloody Texas death match on last night's Dynamite. If, like me, you're thinking, wait a second, why isn't MJF number one contender? He's the best, and he went 2 0 against CM Punk. CM Punk won, a, uh, won the ability to have a rematch against MJF, defeating FTR with his new tag team partner, John Moxley. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Of course. Why not? I guess. It's just a very interesting story. I know MJF. See if anyone backstage likes you other than Sting and Darby <laughs> Allen. And he found Moxley, so congratulations to him. Yeah. Uh, and we'll have all your ups and downs regarding this week's episode with Simon Miller a little bit later on. But Phil... What's Drew McIntyre doing at well, WrestleMania? That's the big question. Speaking of exciting matches, <laughs> did I say exciting? Uh, we do have a huge update on McIntyre's oh, WrestleMania plans. And this is coming from Dave Meltzer 
on the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Huge, huge update. Obviously, he's been away with his neck issues. His neck still isn't 100%, so he's only going to be working TV. He's not going to be working live events on the run-up to WrestleMania. Obviously, he's got this huge, huge match at Elimination Chamber against Madcap Mars yet again for some reason. Um, he literally beat him in day one. But he's got even Easily. bigger plans for WrestleMania. You're not, you're not going it, to... It's Baron Cobb. He's, he's, yeah, he's going to... I mean, I'm not surprised by this. I'll be perfectly honest. We could see this coming a bloody mile off when they attacked him yeah. after he comprehensively defeated Madcap Moss at day one. It seems a little bit weird for him to be fighting in Saudi Arabia in a match he's already competing in if his neck isn't 100%. But, yeah. you know, fair enough. I, I love Drew McIntyre. If this, you know, is just a... Do it should be, obviously, a dominating victory on both occasions. Yeah. He defeats Happy Corbin at WrestleMania. And then, arguably, he should be one of the next in line for a world title shot, possibly uh, with Roman Reigns, let's say, with the Universal Championship. I feel a bit bad for him because, like, he was... World champion, where, well, he won the world title when no one was there. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, great. He's like opening match at WrestleMania in the fans are back. Well, it'd be great when he beats Bobby Lashley and wins back there. Oh, he's lost, right? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, we'll give him some big moments if he's not going to be world title. Who did he face at SummerSlam? Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal with that bike stuff that they did briefly. And now at WrestleMania, he's got... Happy Corbin. It could be worse. It could be Shane McMahon. So, you it know. could. This is true. I guess if his neck still isn't 100% and they're just trying to yeah. give him in something to ease back into it, he can just destroy Corbin yeah. in however many seconds at WrestleMania, hit him with a massive claymore and pin him and it'll just be a yay, he won, let's move on to the next thing kind of match. Word to create. If, if he is going into a world title feud following this, how about Happy Corbin gets absolutely nothing on him? Like, yeah. he twatted him with the, the killing his throat with the ladder, right? Yeah. That's fuel enough. He j I want him to make Happy Corbin's life a misery from now until WrestleMania. Turn basically. him into Sad Corbin. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's update you on the whole situation around Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was apparently rumoured to be returning to WWE. Now, sadly, those plans ended up being nixed. But the uh, Fightful Select, no crap, just Sap, Sean Ross Sap of Fightful Select, have revealed what those plans were. And I'm kind of gutted they didn't go for this, <laughs> Phil. Really good. There was all this talk swirling around Kurt Angle, around the Royal Rumble, uh, and they did have him planned to come back to get involved in the feud between Alpha Academy and RK Bro. Um, they obviously had those uh, Alpha Academy academic challenges going on, and he was going to be involved in it. Um, it was going to be the Three Eyes Challenge, directly referencing Angle's intensity, integrity, and intelligence, of course, which they sort of did, if you look back at what the challenges yeah. were, they just removed the Kurt Angle element to it, <laughs> yeah. which I don't know why they would do that. Uh, potentially, this could have led to uh, Angle being a special guest referee in a tag title rematch at Elimination Chamber. Um, that's not happened, obviously, and I'm a bit, a bit sad about all this because, you know, I'm not saying I want to see Kurt Angle back wrestling in a wrestling ring, no. but... I want to see him and Chad Gable together because let's be honest, Chad Gable should have been the one who was revealed as his son all along. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a thing for ever since Chad Gable came into the company that it's like, oh, he's a bit like Kurt Angle. This could be a really good pairing <coughs> at some point. And it's just, they've never quite got there with it. And it's like just this and this kind of character of Chad Gable right now as well really oh, harks back to the days of Kurt Angle. And just having Kurt Angle as like a trainer, like mentor for him at this stage could just be some really, really entertaining TV. Just going back to the, the silliness of what Kurt Angle can bring out of people. And along with, yeah, just Chad Gable's athleticism and like amateur background. Yeah. It's, it's such a perfect pairing. It's just, mm, just, I don't understand how it's not happened yet. Yeah. 
There's still time. I'll still, still allow time. it. I will say as well, shout out to everyone involved in it, from, from Otis to Real Talkland, but spe- especially Chad Gable. I yeah. think they've done phenomenal things with this storyline. Chad Gable was brilliant in that thing on Monday with just the buzzer and everything. He's just selling so for the buzzer. Like Finally, like the Chad Gable that we all know is in there is like coming out on WWE TV. It was an It's Always Sunny reference, wasn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. realise that. Um, Sidge pointed yeah, that out on our Raw Review podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that just made it even better in my eyes. Yeah. Um, Oh, what a shame that they didn't do this. But, yeah, congratulations time, to Chad Gable for uh, just making out of all of this great. But, yes, let's but bring back the three eyes. Don't need it to a match. Let's just say no. that. No, 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 we no. We don't need that. No. 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 Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. First question today, or pitch, I suppose this is, comes okay. from Wild Wilson, who says, Hola, amigos. What if Kevin Owens attacks Austin Theory before he enters the chamber like Edge did to Kofi in a past elimination chamber? I think it's this great book in this film. I think that is really good. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens' character is a little bit strange at the minute, especially with when he was kind of whining backstage about, oh no, I need this, like, don't do this to me and my family and things. Like, something needs to snap. Yeah. And then, yeah, that would be a perfect opportunity for it. He absolutely destroys Austin Theory, he takes some places in the match, and then, like, kind of anger in Kevin Owens comes back a little bit. Yeah. I really like this. I love it. And, like, the panic, like you say, oh, um, what do you mean? I know I might not be at WrestleMania. Well, I guess yeah. I'll kill Vince McMahon's favourite <laughs> project right now. And also the dynamic of. Seth Rollins being like, ah, tough luck, buddy. Sorry, you're not in the chamber. Yeah. And he kills Austin Theory, gets in the pod, and, and you cut to Seth Rollins. He's like, like oh, <laughs> yeah. Love that. I think it's a yeah. really, really good booking. You know what, WWE? Shout out to at Wild Wild Wilson. Great name as well on yeah. Twitter. Uh, you can have that one. There you good go. Thanks, it, Vince. Just, just don't copyright strikers. Uh, right. Uh, second question comes from Dun- Dustin Sensenick. I've got to apologise to Dustin because um, people keep saying, sending me questions saying it's my birthday and I read them two days late. <laughs> so shout out to Dustin who says, Morning guys, it's my 35th birthday if you're reading this on the 9th. Well, I'm not. <laughs> but sorry, happy birthday. Happy, happy belated birthday, birthday uh, Dustin, for all of us here at What Culture. Uh, Adam, put your prediction skills to the test. Who in AEW is next to lose his or her undefeated streak? I think there's only one person, and you mentioned them before as a number one contender to Hangman Adam Page. Yep. And it's Adam Cole. Well, wait a second, Phil. Totally. Didn't he just lose to Orange Cassidy? No, because that doesn't count, dummy. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's not many other people I can think of, A, who have undefeated streaks. Yeah. Uh, well, MJF, I suppose. MJF, Jay Cargill. Jay Cargill, yeah. What's she now, 27-0 yeah. after? Gotta be more. There's probably a lot more that we can't think of off the top of our heads, but... Yeah, it's got to be Cole it for me. It feels imminent for Cole. Like, the whole point is, at Revolution, it's Cole versus Page, and Cole has literally never lost. Blah, 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 he did lose, but I didn't go because it was a lights out match. So, yeah, <laughs> I'd go with... I, I certainly think Cargill ain't losing a, a no, defeat streak anytime any soon. soon. And she shouldn't. No. Uh, for me, but let us know your picks uh, in the comments. And once again, sorry, Dustin, happy belated birthday. <laughs> uh, and the final question today is a one that actually got a lot of us talking on social media last night, so I thought we'd mention it here. It comes from Heath Davis, who says, uh, Morning, legends, and undisputed king of the mic. Well, you know what that means, Phil. Hang on one second. <laughs> Just for you, Heath, and as a little belated birthday present for Dustin. Why do this? <laughs> I don't know why I like it. It's a weird kink in it. <laughs> it's a very weird kink. The missus isn't happy. Anyway, I was binging your videos working from home and got nostalgic. I was wondering, could you all name the wrestlers you most identified with as a child? Mm, I replied to this on social media. I say it again here. There was three that came to my head. Crash Harley, because he's a really small person. And oh, I, was always, I loved Crash. Always really, really small in school. So that definitely helps. 
Uh, Mick Foley, just because he was a little bit of a strange one, a little bit of an outcast. <laughs> Might have seen something there. I get it. Uh, and uh, Jeff Hardy, just because I also like jumping off really high things. Yeah. I remember putting ladders in my backyard and jumping up them into like mattresses and things. That was your fault, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I jumped off my garage. That was probably McFoley's fault. So I've got a three as well. Hey. And it's quite the eclectic mix, just okay. like yours. The Rock, he's my favourite ever wrestler. Of course, I, yeah. I, I felt I an affinity. Why you would identify I felt an affinity with him. <laughs> yeah, I look like that and I'm just that charismatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah So there was that. I, I could move my eyebrow. <laughs> I was like, well, basically we're the same person. Number two, again, this is more of a sort of adoration thing than necessarily an affinity. I like your aspirational identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, probably because I dressed more like him, Scotty Duhai. Of course. <laughs> Like, Scotty Duhart is making that list for you if we extend it to Paul, let's be perfectly yeah, honest. And a guy who I always used to pick when I'd play SmackDown on PlayStation okay. for one reason. Hair colour, S.A. Rios. What? <laughs> How's that? Oh, a ginger guy. Is There's it? not many gingers in wrestling. No. Hmm, underrepresented. I was, I was like, uh, tune in be like, cool, what's S.A. Rios doing? <laughs> Nothing? Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. But yeah. It was a weird... Has he still got Lita? Oh, no, moved on. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, no. She was interested, so they've moved, uh, moved on to other stuff. But, yeah, not many red-headed... Heat, then, I guess. Yeah, not many headed, red-headed... Rep... And also, yeah, Heat was one of the few shows I could actually watch because we didn't have Sky. Yeah. So I'd just watch Channel 4 on, like, a Sunday afternoon and be like, oh, cool, they're going to show us brief clips of what happened on this show called SmackDown. Well, I wish I could watch that. Anyway... Time for Hardcore Holly versus S.A. Rios. <laughs> but let us know in the comments. I'm really intrigued by this. Let well, your favourite ginger wrestler is. Yeah. It's a Becky Lynch, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't cheat. They Come can't on, be, they can't be current because there's a few of them yeah. knocking about now. Amazing Red. I probably should have seen of more course, of that. Yeah. But I didn't know about him back then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let us know the wrestlers you identified with as a child. <laughs> uh, speaking of Becky Lynch, she Hello. is today's and finally, Phil. Uh, have you seen this tweet? You heard about this? I think so, no. Brilliant tweet from last night. She quoted, let me just check. Oh, herself from, <laughs> oh, this month. She wrote, work so hard, your heroes become your rivals. Then become so good, Ric Flair loses his mind every time you breathe. Words to live by there from Becky Lynch. She's back on the good Twitter game, <laughs> yeah, isn't she? Yeah. I like this version of <laughs> Becky Lynch. Let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to review a very eventful AEW Dynamite a little bit later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions and wrestlers who your inspirations were as a child on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers. And you can follow Adam at... Adam Wilborn, follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling for daily wrestling podcasts too. But for now, this has been the news. My thanks to Phil Chambers. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>